Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery and bow hunting. The Bow Hunter Planet Podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. Please check out these partners' links in the description of this podcast. Now, your hosts, Tim and Dave. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the BonerPlanet.com podcast. Uh, Tim and myself today are going to talk with Ryan from Bear Archery here about the 2022 lineup. This is really exciting time right now, especially at Bear Archery. Um, for one, I've actually done the videos on these boats you guys are seeing as we speak come out today. Um, and these are some really amazing bows. So it's really exciting to have Ryan on to talk about uh, the different bows and some of the background behind them. So Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Very exciting day. Yeah, I appreciate it. This is kind of like reverse Christmas to me. So I love <laughs> to come on here, the stuff we've been working on for a year, two years, some of it. So to finally be able to like deliver it to the public is, is a big day. Yeah, it's great Very for exciting. us, man. You know, we, we like to hammer everybody on what's new, what's coming out and you can never tell us, but today is the day. So I know I'm excited. I was just thinking, Ryan, we feel like it was just yesterday we were doing this for last year's models. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel that long ago at all. <laughs> it just comes up so fast, man, every year uh, popping them out. So um, I guess, you know, we'll jump into the bows in just a second. But from your perspective, I mean, how are you feeling today? You got to be feeling like all this work has finally come to a T where I can like, you know, actually show people this, you know, it's got to be an amazing day. It is. I love this day. A lot of people say just what you did on like, oh, it's Christmas. We finally get to see it. And I can even remember a long time ago when I worked in a retail store, when the new bows and new archery equipment would come in and you would be like, oh yeah, I'll unload that pallet. What, there's a pallet to unload? And usually <laughs> you hated doing that stuff, right? But you knew the new stuff and you get so excited and couldn't wait to open the bow boxes. And now that I'm on this end of it, it's even it's even tenfold because like i said some of this stuff i can tell you we've been some of it's two to three years we've been working on maybe it's just a part or technology or it's a whole complete bow but 
you know, you keep it a secret. It's all you're working on. And then day in and day out, people want to talk about your current line, but I'm really working on the new line. So <laughs> yeah. now it's fun to talk about that. And it's, it, of course, you want people to love it. They become, I think I said this last year, they become like your babies. I, I always get asked, what's your favorite? And everybody wants it to be the flagship and most expensive. But Sometimes you want you spend the most time on like the legit of last year. Boy, I spent a lot of time on that bow. Maybe not our most expensive bow, but man, it's done super well, and it it's definitely one of my favorite product products that we've launched at Bear. Yeah, it's I been it's been like great watching Bear over the last ten years. You know, you guys keep launching all these cool stuff, and you know, watching you guys over the last five, six years coming out with all this new technology has been amazing. It's really nice actually to, to be able to talk to you today and for you not having to worry about what's hanging in the background. <laughs> That's nice too. There, I, I won't lie. I double checked back there just to make sure before we started this. I feel like Ryan's our Santa Claus. It is. It is. Packing them up and you can't look at them. Until you got to grow one of these Christmas. though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Ryan, we'll jump into it here. I'm going to share my screen. This is the 2022 bear archery catalog. Um, some of you might've seen this. Well, you probably haven't seen it yet, but you will see it at your local uh, shop here soon. Uh, let me go ahead and share and we'll go ahead and start, um, our 2022 lineup with the flagship refine. So let me just go ahead and share. Okay. And so here's kind of the, the lineup. There's some of the new stuff here, but I'm going to jump right to the refine. So I guess, Ryan, tell us about this bow and I guess maybe a little background behind it or whatever you can tell us on it. So I can tell you everything you want to know on this at our best of my ability is, so this is our flagship uh, legend series bow. So I'll just kind of start with, we're going to go over a lot of bows today. So we have launched seven new models this year, which is, is a lot. So we are just full steam ahead. So coming in hot, as we like to say at Bear. So we have launched a bunch. We're trying to make sure that we have bows that work for every archer possible. The high end, the beginner, um, the the people that are getting back into it, um, youth, women, really want to make sure that we have have something for everybody. So um, seven models kind of helps definitely round out our line, so to say. Seven models seems like a lot for me to say round out the line, but um, <laughs> definitely gives you a lot of choice. So what we wanted to do here with the refine is again, give you a lot of choice. So we had the redemption last year, which I, got, I know you guys reviewed and, and shot and and is a really good bow for us but what we wanted to do is take that vrs system to the next level and then the performance along with it so you can see here complete new different looking riser for bear so we took that vrs system and we kind of moved it around a little bit moved it in front of the riser and then on the bottom and the top put our dumbbell system a little bit further back on the riser we also added a new in-limb dampening system this year, um, which we're calling the Killer Waves. And then we also took that VRS uh, disc and put it on the string stop rod to help take vibration out of that rod right away so it doesn't go up into your hand, just gives you more of that vibration-free shot. So, and then we also did a new um, our 
our string catch on this bow is actually redesigned it, and we did put that on multiple models that we're going to talk about today. So we took that VRS system to the new level. We actually, um, when we redesigned this riser, we made sure that vibration was definitely front of mind as well. We paired that with our EKO cam. So you're still getting all the adjustability, 75, 80, 85 and 90% let off. So you can really set it to the way you want. We also, you know, we're, we're big on making the bows as customizable to the shooter as possible. So we added a new grip this year. So we've, we shipped our flagship bows with two grips for multiple years. So we'll continue to do that. So we have a very slim grip um, that, that most people probably end up using. So very minimal contact. So we took that and we just put a little bit uh, made it a little bit more ergonomic so it's not big by any means but it really grabs the palm of your hand just a little bit that sweet spot by your thumb if you know what i'm talking about um and this bow ships with that grip as well uh and then we added quite a bit of colors that you can see on the screen there too. That's something else we're trying to again, make it appeal to multiple people. So it's in Fredbear Camel, which we had last year, uh, Realtree Edge, Veil Whitetail is new for us. So we're very excited about that pattern. It looks really good on this bow. Um, Mossy, Mossy Oak Bottomlands, which also looks very good on, the, on this bow. And then, uh, throwback black and throwback tan. And what we did there is that's what you're seeing in this picture is that black with threadbare limbs kind of gives you a little bit of unique look, really would be great for ground blinds, really good for anything. But then olive and iron as solid colors has been popular for quite a while too. So we packed a ton into this bow um, with all that extra um, vibe, vibration dampening and everything I just went over, we're still maintaining our price of $9.99. So we make sure that bear is, is, is as good as value as anything on the market. Yeah, I love the uh, Grizz Grip. I was really impressed with that right off the bat this year. Um, again, vibration free was definitely a big thing for you guys this year, it seemed like, and, and the bows spoke for themselves when I shot them. But I would say the Grizz Grip was definitely like, wow, this is really cool. And I agree 100% that you did hit the sweet spot in the palm. So when you do hold the bow, you can feel it. Uh, and it feels really nice. And if you could see my cursor here, it's like narrow here, but then it gets a little bit fatter right in here, which is nice because it gives you a little more meat there. Uh, but I think felt amazing and, uh, you know, very, very cool. Also, I was going to say, and I think Tim would agree with me, but when you look at the bow with this two-tone, like, solid with the camo, especially the, the Fred Bear camo, it looks amazing. So, like, if I, I was thinking in my head, like, when you're talking, like, I'm like, these all look great. But sometimes when you think of camo, you don't want too much. So, like, I love the idea of having a solid riser with camo limbs. I think that is the coolest thing. Plus, when you add in that tan idea, I think that would look stellar. What do you think, Tim? It, it's funny that you actually say that because I was going to make mention of that Fred Bear camo. I mean, we've been such a big fan of that camo. Um, and to see it displayed in this format, like you said, with kind of that two-tone with the with the black on the camo, I think it just looks amazing. Um, I love the fact that, that the, all of your technology, everything that you guys have going on, you have built into a bowl with the price point that you have it at. 
right? I mean, that's one thing I've come to love about Bear is the price points that you guys have on it. I know you mentioned this a little bit earlier, earlier, but you guys really do build a bow for absolutely everybody out there, no matter who you are, no matter what what you're looking for price point wise, you can find a bear to do that. And this refine, this refine as your flagship bow is right there with it. So I, I congratulations on this bow. It looks awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah, we appreciate that. We do you're think right, too talk- with that solid riser, when you put accessories on it, it allows you, obviously if you go black on black, it looks great. But then when you have that tan and you put black accessories on there, that contrast it, look, it looks pretty sweet. Just makes it harder to pick a color. Yeah, Ryan, can you explain and kind of walk real quickly through the align lock concept? Um, I, I don't know if people realize there's actually a level built into the riser. So can you talk about that real quick? I sure can. Um, so what we did there is, so what we heard back from some of our dealers and customers was, of course, that the easier the bow is to set up, the better, right? So we made it so you don't need to use a bow press to adjust these cams. But when you're setting up like, especially like a Trophy Ridge React or anything that's got like second and third axis, um, it, you wanna make sure that your bow is complete level, right? So we have a level built into the riser of the bow, just, yep, right there, uh, perfect. Right there, so when you're setting it up, um, of course, most bow shops have levels and stuff like that. But if you're a guy doing it on your own, when you put that in the vice, you can make sure that that is completely level when you're putting all your accessories, um, even your rest or anything like that. It's important that your bow is completely level while you're installing those. And then um, real quick, the killer wave. So that's like something new for you guys that go into the limbs um, and they are shown here uh, flat. And it's very nice because you can barely tell they're even in there, but yet they help with the vibration, correct? Yep, they help with vibration. You're going to see me talk about those on uh, multiple bows today, too. So uh, it gives it a really good look. There's actually a nice bear logo on the out- outside of it, too. But we spent quite a bit of time on making sure that those don't creep. Um, that's one thing when you get those in limbs, you just have to make sure that they're not creeping up or down, right? Uh, yep. So we're pretty specific on how we design those. So they sit in that sweet spot of the limb. And I really didn't even mention because there was so much to talk about this bow, but it's a fast bow too at 342 feet per second, 33 inch axle to axle. And, you know, 6.37 brace height so i mean it it hits all the right specs to be a really good shooter absolutely and a question and this might not be something you can answer right now maybe it's a future thing but the killer waves is there any look or talk of those coming out like to buy separately and different colors um there's a possibility um boy you got to give me a reason to be on the show next year um (laughs) you know people could be (laughs) yeah there could be people love to have color on the bows that's something that we thought a lot about also um we we love the idea that those would actually fit on on any of our older models i mean they'd fit on a lot of people's bows but they would fit very very well on older models and i say older last year's models and the year before as well as some of the even the older ones excellent all right that's the refine this is the flagship model guys it is a sweet shooting bow i can tell you from firsthand experience uh very powerful 
very smooth eko cam is just ridiculous so they do such a great job with this cam so um yeah so i mean I, like i said I, i've shot all the grips you guys have i do think the grizz grip is is definitely where i was hoping you guys would go with a grip option um i do still love the slimline type grip as well but that that grizz grip is just perfect i mean it is definitely something i would use on each bow now uh with bear because it's just got that little extra meat i don't know i think your guys are hitting yeah. right on the we right on the nail or whatever with that one and we appreciate you saying that i would i would actually kind of challenge anybody that thinks the slim grip is the best way to go which is fine we see a lot of people that are like nope slim i don't even need to try the other one and then they shoot this one a time or two and they're like you know what yeah. maybe this even one of one of my key engineers that designed that grip was like i'll never use this and then we designed it and he's like oh my god i can't believe i'm switching so no, i would absolutely use this one i will say this i i gave uh I gave uh, Alex some some crap about the perception grip because I love the perception grip. I was like, you guys gotta you guys gotta somehow get this into your other bows, blah blah blah. And then this came out, and I was really happy that this at least was a solution in there. I don't think this is the same as the perception grip, but still, this is a really cool feature, and I really like it a lot. Oh, the perception grip's a good grip too. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm hoping you guys bring that back sometime. That grip, at least. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll move on here so um refine all right so next up we're gonna jump to the next new one here we got the whitetail legend pro so i'll let you run us through this one ryan all right so this is a great little bow so uh we offered the whitetail legend last year uh which had a single cam on it so this is the whitetail legend pro so I know I talked about it a little bit last year, but obviously we're playing off of uh, Fred Fred Bear's whitetail bow. So we love to be able to play pay homage back to Fred in any way we can and reusing some names, which you're gonna see another one here in a little bit, is one way that we could. So in this particular bow, what we did is we added a great cam to this bow. So this has the EKO cam and it is on a very compact light frame riser. So this is 339 feet per second, 30 inch axle to axle, uh, 6.25 brace height. And then it's also adjustable from 26 to 30. It is the EKO cam. So you can adjust your let off from 75 to 90. And it is very light at the bow is only weighing 3.8 pounds. So you can dress this up obviously with more weight if you like with through your accessories, but talk about something that is very, very light, mobile and very fast. This bow definitely fits that bill. Now, when you get something this light um, and that fast, that's why we put the killer waves on here. It still has that string stop. So to, to take that vibration out because you've got a very light bow um, with a ton of energy. Uh, this is also, of course, this is the EKO cam, which you guys have shot a lot. So very smooth cam, especially when you're talking something that's that's nice and short like this. This would be a great tree stand bow, blind bow. Um, also, you know, if you look up at that price there, you're getting a ton of specs I just went over with that almost a 340 feet per second bow for 559 oh, MSRP. Crazy. 
And then we also offered this in the throwback black and throwback green. We did the throwback green in a couple limited edition models last year, uh, which looks really good. Also in the olive and the iron and then the new veil white tail and then the Fred Bear camel in this bow. Yeah, there's just a ton of options there. Uh, like the refined, but a little bit of a different color scheme. I see you got the green and the throwback, which is awesome. Yes. Love to see that one. That one looks absolutely amazing. And, you know, again, I can't say it enough. Um, the price points that you guys just come out with. I know Dave, I know Dave kind of laughed at it, but, but, but it's out of, it's out of, it's out of, uh, it's a good laugh, right? Because it's like, I can't believe that you guys have a bowl this jam packed with technology um, and it's coming in at that price point for the everyday consumer. And it's just absolutely awesome to see from you guys. Um, you know, bear, bear in and of itself, we love your guys's tradition to archery to hunting and you make it affordable and give the hunters what they need and what they love which i you know again awesome bow thank you it's interesting it's interesting when you think about it and i know you guys you guys do an amazing job of this but generally i'll just say generally for other bow manufacturers you will never get the same cam as as your as your flagship on a bow that's less money so very rarely do you see the cam being given as an option on a, a different, completely different platform uh, for a lot less money. So this is this is why I love Bear because you guys are willing to do things like this outside the box, or outside the outside the bow, or outside the string. I don't know how to say that one for archery, but <laughs> we like to give you the best performance we can. We we understand sometimes you know we're pretty big into archery, so we're willing to to spend that money, but we get the budgets as budgets or something and you know i've said that before this is a big fred bear thing right so we want to make sure that we have things as um as available to everybody that we can that's awesome i think they'll All enjoy right. this bow whitetail legend pro stellar deal and really cool colors as well guys impact with tech so moving on to the alaskan all right, so I think this is a very exciting bow in our line. One of one of the more exciting bows for us to talk about today. Of course, the refine was very exciting, but what we did here is we definitely listened to the public. So you guys know uh, the EKO cam is now out for a couple years, right? So it was really Bear's push to get into that higher let off. Now, before that, though, we offered lots of of hybrid cams but they were 75% let off. So now we're going to, this is our first year where we're offering a hybrid cam and 80% let off. So we're very excited about this. So, and of course the differences there is, so this isn't adjustable like the EKO, but of course, when you're, when you're changing the system like that, without getting into a ton of detail, um, you know, how you draw this to draw cycle, things like that are going to feel a little bit different. So uh, a lot of the people that, you know, loved our Kuma 30 and Divergent and those other hybrid type cams um, liked the feel of that. So now um, we're going to give, now we're bringing that back and what we call our DHC cam. So our hybrid and 80%. And this is the Alaskan, which is again, homage to Fred on where we're using one of his original or very early used bow names, I should say, uh, which we're, we're excited about. We love it when we're able to reuse some of those names. So what we did is we paired that cam with a bow that's gonna be 32 inch axle to axle, uh, six and a quarter brace height, 
and then a lot of draw adjustment here, which I'm also excited about. So 25 and a half to 31. So maybe oh not gosh. fitting everybody, but Hanlon should lot. fit a lot of people, right? Yeah, there's that's a lot crazy. of exciting things about that bow. And, and that's that's absolutely one of them to get that kind of adjustability from 25 and a half all the way out to 31. I mean, this is going to appeal to a lot of people just because of that. Hey, Ryan, can you explain to everybody the, like what that means when you say hybrid cam compared to like the, the cam on the refine? So it, it's a lot in, in how it gets its let off and what tracks are used with, with, the, with the cable system. I guess I'll kind of leave it at that higher level on how it does that. So what you're really going to feel the big difference is in the draw cycle. Um, it doesn't, the EKO cam, of course, the EKO cam is a little bit different depending on if you set it at like 29 or 28 or what draw and then also what let off because it's, it's just that I mean, you can fine tune that cam, which is why we designed it that way. Uh, this cam is a little bit different and you, it, it's not quite as violent on the draw cycle, obviously, as we do we release more and more information on it, you're gonna see that. And that's one of the things that people loved about, I believe you guys had shot the Kuma and stuff like, or even the mm -hmm. Perception had a hybrid cam. And that's one of the things people loved about that. Um, you still get a very, very solid back wall, even to the point on this bow I, I should note is, of course it has a, cable stops on it, but we include a limb stop on it. So when you're getting that bad boy fine tune and you like a really solid back wall, I, I recommend a solid back wall and I like a solid back wall, but everybody shoots maybe just a little bit different. Um, this does include that. So when you get it completely tuned up and that's something that we usually only offer on our flagships, but we are gonna offer it on this Alaskan and one other bow that we'll talk about just in a little bit. So okay. we think people will, we're, we're super excited about this bow. I know I keep hitting the price. I'll just hit the price quick at the end, but this is also a 599 bow only bow. So, or 499, sorry. Um, I think it was a deal at 599. Maybe we should rethink <laughs> that, but I'm sure 499 is great too. I'm, I'm sure people will love it for 499. <laughs> It's good. Um, I was going to say, I was, I was going to mention that the, um, for those that understand the cam talk in there, there, there's two different types of draw stops. You got the cable stop where it comes around and hits the cable. Then you have a, a like a, a draw stop that can be screwed in that hits the limb. And yes. so usually the limb one's a solid one. Cause when you hit the limb, you ain't going nowhere, but the cable one, you could pull a little bit more. There's a little, little more spongy compared to if you hit a wall. So that's, that's the difference we were talking about between the two, but it's nice. You guys have the option for both. That's pretty cool. Yep. Again, you know, we're pretty big on, we want you to customize this however you want, right? So we like it when we're able to offer both stops. And I know we're not, this bow isn't exactly EKO, but we love that we're able to offer you the fine tuning of of the let off. So, and you know, on certain models, you also get to pick your grip. So as much as we can make them customizable, so guy has more options than just what comes right out of the box, the, yep. the more we think they'll enjoy the product. Yep, makes sense. All right, let's see. What Can't do we, argue uh, what with do we that at all. All right, Escalate. All right, so this is the flagship of the mainline. So 
this boat, this is the first time that you're going to see the VRS system in what we call our main line. So a little bit different than the Legend series. So you can see that we did change it up a little bit. We put it right in the, the middle of the top and the bottom of, of the riser. There is no dumbbell system on this particular model. Uh, but this bow shoots really well with that VRS system in it, of course, also paired with the new Killer Waves. Um, this is an EKO cam, so it does have that adjustable let off very, very fast at 339 um, IBO speed. This is a 31 inch axle to axle, so you probably, if if you're paying attention too much so far, you've kind of heard me say that, you know, we've offered a 32, a 30, a 31. So we're making sure that we hit all those different axle to axle lengths. Uh, quite a bit of adjustment from 26 to 30 on the draw length. Still a very light bow at 4.1. Um, and then as the features go, this does include the new Grizz grip. Um, and it also has the slim grip. So that is new to the flagship on our main line. Usually we just included one grip. Um, now we're including two. Nice. So it gives yeah, you a little a, bit more customizable there too. I shot this bow. It's a really fast bow. Very, very flat shooting bow. Powerful bow. And again, like you said, it has that great feel to it with the Grizz grip in there. Um, you know definitely a, a, a great option. And I think it, when I, you know, I recommend everybody go shoot the different models because, you know, you just got to kind of fine tune what you like. Right. And, and these are the options you're going to have that have a lot of the same tech here, a um, little different in the price, but not much between this and the flagship. So it's kind of up to you and what you like better when you shoot them both. Um, is there any specific differences between this and the refine? Besides so, size, yeah. I mean like in tech. Um, so this does not have the align lock. The cable uh, guard system's a little different too. This is kind of what this has got our hinge system. The other one has our roll guard system. Okay, so there's yeah. more VRS on this bow as well. Or on the oh, refine yeah. versus. Okay. And then we kind of really feel too like I don't get me wrong, I really like the Refine, and that's what I've been shooting primarily so far this this year. Uh, but generally, I like a little shorter to axle, axle, and you know that's been a trend the last couple of years. So some people don't like that 33 inch, or yeah, it kind of goes in trends. It feels like so yeah, 31 no, might fit a little bit. Yeah, might feel. A I little like a bit small better. bow too. Sometimes you get like, I don't know, you just get this thing where you want to carry around something that's extremely compact, you know, like you're like, oh, I just rather, you know, walk out with something that's really tiny. And other times you're like, don't really care. I just want something that's super powerful and amazing. So it just depends on what you really want. And everybody's different when it comes to yeah, this. Yeah, I, I think topic. you're right on the, on the point about going out and having to shoot all these, right? I mean, you, you have so many different options here. Great combination that I'm seeing across all the bows that we've covered so far in regards to the different technology that you're incorporating in it, that you really do need to go out and shoot these to figure out which one is going to work best for you and how you want it set up. So, And this one, uh, so you guys got the Fredbear camo, the new Veil Whitetail, True Timber Strata, Olive, and Shadow. Yes. So, and what are, what are we seeing here? Is this the Shadow one or Olive? That's Olive. That's Olive, okay. And then Shadow, is that straight blackish? Yes. Mainly? Okay. Got it. Very cool. Yep, kind of a flat black. 
So is this one not available in like a two-tone? Is that what that means when you don't see like a split bar? That's like what it means, here? yep. Okay. So, oh, you there? Yep. So, so I yeah. was just going to point out, I think, I think on this boat too, we can see that VRS a little bit better than what we could see in the refined, right? Just from a picture standpoint, just the way like you were saying how you have it positioned um, it gives us a little bit better view of that VRS system. It does, and we work we work a lot on the positioning of that VRS system, believe it or not. So it's a lot of trial by fire on on you know machining risers, testing it with with different type you know vibration measurement, and then also of course we're trying to test also for felt vibration and audible vibration, which won't get super into, but you guys get, they're two different things, right? So of course, we, we definitely don't want audible vibration because we are a hunting company. That's just what we're trying to do is make the best bows that we can for hunting purposes, right? Felt vibration is a little bit different. Sometimes you can feel the vibration in your hand, but you can't hear it. Now, obviously we're trying to make sure that we get rid of, of both of those. Um, so that placement, um, can can be kind of fun messing around to see when you move those and how they're placed within each riser, um, what they do change from good yeah. to bad. But the, the placement, what you're saying is that's intentional, right? Oh, yeah. You're not putting oh. it on this one because it's a cheaper ball <laughs> yeah. or anything like no. that. You're putting it where it's at because that's where it makes sense to put yes. it. Most opt optimal. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. No, the engineers would love it if we just picked a place. <laughs> it doesn't. What well, is work interesting? That way. How big of a difference there is between the two, right? I mean, on the other one, um, it was almost hidden from view on that on the picture. That's why I wanted to point it out on this one because you can really kind of see it uh, more pronounced just in the positioning of where it's at on the boat. Hey Ryan, real quick, is what is this for? Is this for notes for for like dealers or something? I've always that's wondered exactly that. That's exactly what that's for. So <laughs> that's where you need to write in how many of these you want to buy from us. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. That sounds dealer. like a great number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, resurgence, full package, ready to hunt, baby. All right, so this is very comparable to the Alaskan. So the Alaskan is this in a bowl only. So the okay. resurgence is the same bow. So you're going to note same, I mean, same specs, same speed, everything stayed the same, except now that we're offering this in an RTH. Um, and it does get a couple different camo configurations. So it's available in Whitetail, Strata, uh, Masio Breakup Country, and Shadow. And then you get our RTH. One thing we're, we are excited about the RTH this year is we did change you'll see a little new right down there so we replaced our regular whisker biscuit with a new uh whisker biscuit v so upgraded that okay um and you're gonna see that on most of our rths this year be upgraded so we're kind of excited for that um you know they they launched that a year ago on the trophy ridge side so we're able to to get it on our bows now yeah, again, a lot of different camo options too. Uh, we love that whisker biscuit. We use them all the time um, on our bows. But I have to say, I think you have to have had a misprint on this page because there's no way it's coming in at that price. <laughs> MSRP is 630. <laughs> Everything you see. For a ready crazy. to hunt bow.
Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. With all the tech that you guys have there coming in at 6.30, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I really am. Yeah. We're pretty excited about this one. Obviously, I was excited about the Alaskan as well. It's the same bow, but really what we're trying to, I mean, this is something we did not have in our line. We really didn't have a a bow with a high performance cam that kind of fit at this price point. And now we do. Now you do. So that was just, that's um, not so, a misprint. So that, that's, that's not cool. a misprint. And we we worked pretty hard to try, you know, we we went over, you know, the the escalate with our our very top end cam being the EKO. Now we have this very, very good hybrid cam or DHC cam um, that we can also bring into this line, which we did bring into the legend line as well. But fits good, gives us gives you some more options. What is it called? So this right here is, so this one does not feature any of the grips we talked about. This is like kind of, would this be called like the base grip? Like, what do you guys call this when you just use like the metal? So we call it a riser grip, but a base grip would be fine too. So all we're doing is putting those side plates on there um, that, that say bare. But other than that, your hand is resting right on that middle. Now, of course, that's completely rounded. And then so it's, very nice, it's either yeah. dipped or, or paint. So it feels... And believe it or not, some people prefer this over the other grips mm-hmm. because it, I mean, a lot of people want like nothing touching the bow best they can, which is fine. Um, so a lot of people like this type of feel. Now we do, you guys have probably shot a couple of these, the way that we do make that neck, I mean, your hand fits good right in that kind of niche there. So it doesn't want to go up into the shelf. So we do keep that in mind as we design these i'm gonna um show you guys something special here about this bow i i was really impressed with this bow and i'm gonna pull the video up i worked on for this bow because i want to show you guys something that's actually very incredible and i'll explain why once once you guys see it um this bow to me and that grip is fine so like that's what i was getting pointing out the other grips are amazing don't get me wrong but your guys doing it just the base way is like actually pretty nice as well and it feels great when you're shooting it i i didn't have any issue at all while shooting it i thought it was great some people um, prefer it that way yeah oh let's see here i'm gonna mute that let me just forward this i just want to show you guys this real quick because it's pretty astonishing really is it this one? No, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong wrong bow. <laughs> There's so many. There's so many of them. 
Yes, yeah, this, uh, this has been a pretty big year for you guys, huh? And I, I mean, you guys are you guys have more new stuff kind of coming out this year than you have in years past. Is, is that um, is that really attributed to COVID? And you guys got more time to work on this stuff? I can't imagine that it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. We were busy making as many bows as I'm we sure. could during COVID. I, um, yeah, it really. You know, there's a lot of we talked about it before. A lot of this stuff has been designed for you know, we've been working on for a couple of years and it just has finally really came together this year. And what, well, what it looks like it fits you well. Let me first start off by saying, look how sick that bow looks in black. Yeah. I mean, the shadow, whatever you want to call it, it looks phenomenal. And when the bow comes like this, I don't know if people realize this, but like, I didn't do anything to this bow. So this bow showed up and this is me shooting this bow within seconds of it showing up being ready to hunt package. And I have to admit, this is the way to go for most hunters. Like if you don't want to spend a ton of money, this is li literally hands down one of the best deals you're going to ever find. And I personally feel, um, just the, the way it shoots and everything is just absolutely incredible, but I'm going to show you in a second what I was talking about. Uh, but it is super smooth, great shooting bow, um, fast, I love the accessories. I mean, they're not the most expensive accessories ever made by Trophy Ridge, but I think they're great. And I think for what it is, it's absolutely amazing. I see that bull by, by the way. <laughs> I was stacking them. Watch. This is what's amazing. This was amazing. Just watch what you just saw. Watch this again after the shot. Watch this. All right. Sorry. He didn't draw it again. Kevin has never been able to shoot a bow over 50 pounds. Never. So really? This right here is at 56 or 58 pounds. I lowered it to, and he was able to pull it with this cam system. And I don't know why, but we talked about it on the show because I was so blown away that he was able to draw that bow. He's always had to have like a 48 or 50 at max. And I couldn't and believe no it. pain. Well, he no. draws it really easily. And there. this is too big for him. You could see the 29 is too large. He actually needs yeah. a 28. So really this was an incredible moment for us when we, that happened, we couldn't believe it. We're like, Whoa, like, I didn't think he'd be able to pull it. I was like, Oh, you can try to shoot it, <laughs> you know? And he pulled it. And so I was like blown away. And I, the first thing I thought of was you guys think thinking this cam could change a lot of things for people. I mean, it is literally, if he's able to draw, he can't do the EKO in that weight. That's what I was getting at, but he can do this one. And that very, very cool. Yeah, it shows the importance of really going out and trying them out, right? I mean, we go back to that again, but it is really important for you to go out and see what works for you, what doesn't, what you like, what you don't like, draw cycle-wise and all that kind of stuff, because you might be pleasantly surprised that what you thought you wanted is actually something completely different that better fits your needs, and, and it has a better feel to it. And one thing you said there too that I really like to call out was the there's a reason we did the resurgence with the RTH and then we also did um, the Alaskan the same bow just as a bow only is that this has got really good package but this bow is is very it's truly a high performance bow kind of forget about the price right so when a lot of people ask me what I plan to shoot of course I've been shooting the refine a lot but I like shooting this bow with some higher end accessories right like I have a sink on one um, I have some a react site on another with um, the trio I mean this bow is a, a great performance bows that you definitely could you know drop quite a bit on the accessories if you wanted to as well 
I think it's interesting because like those who know me and they'll know like how I how I react to bows and stuff. Like the last thing I usually ever take is the high-end bows that we have, and we have a lot of them. I usually always take something like this in the middle. And I actually, I actually love this bow so much. I would hunt with this bow in a heartbeat, the way it is, the way you see it right here. Because to me, like it is ready to go. And for for the type of hunting, and I want to point that out too. Some people are hunting out west and are going through rugged terrain in Colorado and they need a, a full metal housing on everything i get all that and that's different than what i do what we do here in michigan is a lot of tree stands sitting you're not like you know what i mean like you go to your stand you get up in it and you're you're sitting there for yeah. hours you know so it's easy for me to use anything like this because it's never a problem for me uh in the in the midwest you know region of using something like this maybe out in colorado the bow is going to be fine maybe you want better accessories totally understand um, but I think it depends where you're at, you know, and, and what you're hunting, but yeah, but yeah you, pretty cool. you can't deny the fact that at this price point to get the ready to hunt version and be able to swap out what you want to on top of it is it's still just such an amazing deal. Why wouldn't you in my, yeah, opinion. or you get you the Alaskan, right. And then I'll fit it yeah. or you get the Alaskan, then I'll fit it however you want. So I get Absolutely. the point, like either way you can go either direction with it. All right. So then you guys did a LD version. We did. So the, obviously the LD is standing for long draw. This replaces what we had before in the line um, as the species LD. So, oh, okay. So it's, it's a single cam, but it has a long draw option uh, option to it. So it's a complete different cam system. Um, it's 310 feet per second, 32 inch axle axle, seven inch brace height. Uh, 25 to 32, this is the key wow. spec when we're talking draw length, 80% let off. So we say this is long draw, but we had the species LD in the line for the last couple of years. And we were pleasantly surprised how many people just want a very, very smooth draw or something that they can maybe do a little bit more poundage in, but still be able to draw. Single cams have been known for that for years, right? And one of the main reasons we keep single cams in our line. So uh, you don't have to be a 32 inch draw to, to want to shoot or use something like this. So this is available in just a bow only and then just the two colors at the moment, the Realtree Edge and Shadow, so black. And so Ryan, uh, real quick, on the single cam system, correct me if I'm wrong, but Hasn't Bear been using uh, uh, at least one or two models of that for like a very, very long time? For a very long time. I, I Correct. I'm not even sure I could tell you how long. No, it's, I think it goes back a very long time. I feel like they're one of the first ones to do a single cambo. But what I was going to say, though, is if you look at the industry, there's not very many single cambos in the industry anymore. You don't see it as much Um you know, and you guys always have at least one or two in your lineup, so that's pretty cool. And, and I would say say this to people: they're usually not as fast or hard hitting as like the dual cam or hybrid cam. But the thing about these, they're super smooth. And like Kevin's a great example. I bet you he could draw this at a higher weight as well. I, I was thinking that as you were going through the regular resurgence, he probably could. And we tend to um, this coming year we'll have three single cams in the line, so. I take that back for one, two, three, four single cams in the line. So, 
And we always do. And surprisingly enough, especially we've, we've only talked a little bit about COVID and I'm great with not talking much about COVID. But um, <laughs> one thing I will say that's been positive for archery is we've seen lots of people come back to the sport of archery, right? Or at least we have it bear, which we love. And a lot of them relate to single cams because that's that's what they happen to be using whenever they, you know, stopped buying new bows, so to say, not saying that they kind of got out of the archery game. So we get, we go to quite a bit of shoots and things like that. And a lot of people want to talk single cams because that's what they used to know. Right. And single cams are great because I, you know, they're, they're a little bit simpler, so to say, than a dual cam when it comes to timing and things like that. And, um, that they're still, you know, you can still make them perform a little bit better by putting some more work and timing and tuning into them, but a little bit less intimidating than some of the higher performance cams. So again, it just really gives giving you choice, right? That's all we're trying to do. Makes sense. It's, it's great Species to see, Evie, it, it's great to see hey, hey. where you guys have that tradition, right? You guys are, are bow, bow, bow hunters, for bows right or bows for bow hunters i should say and it's great to see that tradition that you guys carry through like you said you can't even remember when you started with that single cam it's been a long time but you do it because it works and it's great to see people you know maybe come back to the sport and come back to things that they're familiar with and they get that with bear um with all the different options i mean and that's not just i mean you got all the new technologies you got all that stuff going on for you but then you got to throw in there those throwback camels so oh. those fred bear camels oh. to keep her oh, traditional and i'd behind you <laughs> you pause for a minute there tim you said I throwback did? camo and then it stopped for dead second and oh, you're nothing no I don't know if I was out or you were out, but uh, all right, Ryan, Species EV, here we go. All right, so um, speaking of, of solo cams, so this replaces our species bow that has been in the line for, for quite a few years as well and does great. So just fits a wide range of archers. So what we did there is, so changed the riser, um, adjusted the cam quite a bit too. So it's not like we're just still recycling all the old cams. Every time we make a new bow, we've really designed it um, complete. So what we've did here is this one is 320 feet per second, 30 inch axle to axle. So pretty short, very, very maneuverable, but still very long brace height with six and three quarters. Um, a lot of adjustment from 23 and a half to 30 and a half. So should fit a wide range of archers, 80% let off, and then very, very light at 3.8 pounds. So something that's light to hold, plus because of this being a single cam, it's also gonna be very smooth, right? So you get something that's not heavy to draw, plus the smoothness of that cam um, should really help just about anybody draw this bow back. Um, and a mossy oak bottom lane, huh? That looks yep. cool. And, and that's, that's what's in that there. photo there. I'm glad that we had this one as, as a photo for all of us to look at because that, that camo dipped really, really well on these bows. That pattern is great actually for bows because bows are a little bit tough to see some of the camo on as you guys know, just because I mean, we, we cut holes in those risers and every which way that we can think of, right? So it's hard to Take see the camo out. very well, <laughs> but 
where their camo kind of goes up, you know, bottom to top, it looks really good on this bow. Yeah, this uh, yeah, you guys, very you guys smooth bow too. Species... Sorry, go ahead, Dave, Tim. go ahead. No, my internet's kind of getting a little bit weird on me, so go ahead. I was going to say, uh, this is a very smooth shooting bow too. We did shoot this bow and uh, again, ready to hunt package. It was pretty cool just to go out and, you know, pull this bow and, and you could fire it. It's super smooth. Kevin wasn't there the day I did this video. I actually, now I'm really curious to see if he can pull this bow and I'm going to, I'm going to go test that theory. Uh, MSRP around four forty nine ninety nine. So uh, really good price point guys. Very, very smooth draw. Um, and so huge if adjustment too. So you oh could, yeah wow holy uh, cow 23.5 to 30.5 that's monstrous yeah so if you're kind of a new archer you know in that you can get the 45 to 50 to 45 to 60 limbs and be able to work your way up on this as you grow as well yeah and that was kind of in line with what i was going to ask is that you guys have had this species for for a while now what what's been the draw in, into people buying the species from your guys's point of view is it that is it that starting point bow for people that are getting into it people that are new or do you see a wide breadth of people going towards the species um we see a little bit of both so definitely some people went in to start with um with with a smaller draw now we also see some people pick up this because they want to work their way up in poundage so we're talking a lot about you know like a a teenager or something where their draw length is still changing. But what we see a lot of too is people trying to work their poundage up, right? So they want something very smooth where they can start at like 45 pounds and maybe get to 50, 55, 60. Um, and, and this helps get them there as well. That's a little bit harder to do when you're talking about some more performance type cams, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, it's and then, great bow. Great bow. Yeah, it's also complete. You know, it's it's a ready to hunt bow. So with those with that kit, so you really don't have to do a lot of extra shopping. You can buy this and get some arrows and points and start shooting. All right, the last one I see on here with has the new symbols, the Pathfinder. I know I don't. Uh, um, I guess tell us a little, real quickly about this one. So this is actually a youth model that we're offering this year. And it, obviously it's a youth model that looks like our inline compound. So we did that a couple years ago on the Limitless, which is still in the line, but we like to do that. So, you know, the kiddos can shoot and have something that looks like a real bow, just like mom, dad, brother, sister, right? So tons of adjustment in this, in this guy. So it's, it's pretty short, 26 inch axle, axle, six braids, but um, draw weight is 15 to 30. So you, I mean, pretty easy to draw on them 14 to 25. So doesn't quite get you up into that 30 plus kind of hunting poundage, but, you know, get you get all that great muscle memory that you need to, you know, later in your bow hunting career. Um, this is a good start. But mo And mom and dad can adjust this bow themselves at home. Yes. Right on the camp. Yep. I'll tell you what else I love about this bow that sticks out to me. And I don't know if you guys thought about it, but 2.1 pounds is a big deal because a lot of kids have a hard time holding that muscle up to hold, hold their arm up to hold the bow. So it's really important to get as light as you possibly can. So I love that about it. 
Yep, and that's a great call. And I can tell you, uh, when we came out with the legit last year, and I don't know that I even said this, we spent a ton of time working on the mass weight and what we could and couldn't do um, for that. And I can't tell you how many, especially my kids and my kids' friends that happen to be eight and nine years old, how many bows I put in their hand to see if they, not so much they could draw it, how heavy it was on their bow hand. Um, which I think is important to, to call out. So we definitely don't forget about things like that. That's why you see those mass weights so light on some of this bow. Obviously legit fits just about anybody, but with that, where you can start at 14 inch draw length and 10 pounds on weight, I mean, you could, I want you to buy many, many bows before I say this in your bow hunting career, but you could probably buy this one and shoot it your whole entire life and it would work great. <laughs> That's not at all what we want, but. I, and I, I think what, what you would really see is that you might buy this and pass it down, right? This yeah. is a great bow where you can pass it down through the generations. Maybe you have a you know, you used it and maybe, you know, you're holding on to it for a little while, upgrading your bear over time, but keeping on to it to pass on to maybe your son or your grandson, right? And, and that's, that's the tradition of bow hunting. That's what bear brings to you is that tradition of bow hunting. So that it's just, it's great options, like you keep saying. Yeah, and while we have a little bit of time, why don't you click back on that lim uh, legit real quick? So we offer a new color there called Inspire. Um, you don't see it in the picture there, but okay. it's an electric blue and black. So the whole bow is black, except electric blue strings, electric blue <laughs> logo for bear on the grip and on the limbs and Whoa. the quiver insert and rope and uh, rope sling there would are also electric blue. If you Pretty jump cool. to the prowess, which is like 27 or 28, just a little bit down right there. So that's that electric blue color Ooh. you can see on the accessories, but with an all gray. So even the bows that, you know, neither one of those bows are, are new to our line, but we made sure that we give you some new options there, right? So that gray and blue, which I, I think looks great. Wow. And I can tell you, that's I cool. like the legit black and blue so much. I. I turkey hunted with that bow. Um, just adding hey Ryan, some real, new looks as well. Real quick, this bow is like legendary, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> this bow is not going anywhere because so many people use it. I've seen this bow in so many videos and kids like hunting and adults hunting. And it's such a great piece. I just wanted to bring it up because I know it's been around, but the Cruiser G2 is like crazy. Um, popular in my opinion definitely it is it's a staple it hits everything we were talking about before like where you guys called out how light the pathfinder is i mean look at that at 3.1 yeah. pounds and all that adjustment Five to 70 <laughs> and that bow i think is exactly what what tim said is i think it just gets passed down like no one ever gets rid of these it just seems yeah. like they just keep getting used i don't know how many different videos and hunts you see that people do and it's that bow which is great yeah hey real quick on this legit i just noticed well, i noticed you guys added the the veil whitetail the uh, moss yoke bottomland the inspire which you talked about but question um is this 
been around this RTH Extra? I don't remember this specifically. So, yeah, we launched that last year on just a few models. Actually, we do it on the the Royale, which is more of a youth-type bow as well, and then um, the Legit, which is obviously definitely can be a hunting bow, and then we had it on the, on the species currently. So what we did there huh. is when you purchase that, you're getting the Legit, as you see above there, with the RTH. So you know, sight, sight, quiver, everything there. Plus you're getting five arrows that are pre-cut and, and inserted and they have field tips. Plus you get the three broadheads, you get the release, and then you also get um, five loose inserts. So then if you wanted to, you know, cut those down, um, oh. Whenever you figure out your true draw length. Um, so awesome. I love this idea. And we really came out with that with, you know, COVID did have a lot to do with that. So what we we're trying to do there was give you something you could purchase. Um, and it would litter. I mean, that is a true ready to hunt, right? I mean, Absolutely. so yeah. Other than field, you citing it in for me, Ryan. Other than that part and the target. <laughs> um there isn't really anything else you need. Love it. Yeah. I love this. This is funny. You said this because it, me and Kevin talked about that. One of the videos when we talked about this stuff, the ready to hunt, we said, all right, well, what are we missing here? Right. Well, what's left. We need arrows. We need broadheads. We need field tips. We need a release. We need maybe a bow case and then uh, a target. Right. So, but it's funny. Cause I didn't realize you guys had, this is excellent. I really love this idea that have that little extra package that you can pick up and get rolling so right any other pages you want to cover on here in the catalog nope i think that covers it i mean it's it's seven new bows um which we're we're very excited about plus i mean all the other bows that we're carrying forward with the redemption and the legit um we really feel we have something for everybody um and we hope that you know when you guys are out shopping for your bows that somebody um at least gives us a test fire and see how it works for them yeah, I don't think people are going to have a problem picking up a bare bow this year. There's so many options to, to choose from, including the stuff from last year you still have, like the Redemption. There's so many, it's so much in the lineup now. Um, I feel like it's it's if you go to the, uh, your dealer and you go to pick up a bare bow or shoot any of these bows, you're going to be amazed by the different options. There's just so much there. And we didn't even talk about traditional, but it could go back even in traditional if you decide what you really want to do. Um, you guys have Cajun archery for bow fishing. So there's a lot going on. Um, I guess I, what I wanted to ask is like, when you, when you're doing something like this, like you guys have all these new models. And so my question is when you're, when you're developing these models, how does it work? Do you go, do you go, uh, refine first, like flagships, the first one. And then once you're done, you're like, all right, we got time. We finished that one. What else can we do and keep going? Or how does it work? Um, it really works all at the same time. So we don't really, <laughs> I wish I could say we that finished one. <laughs> it, it does get complex. Um, so we don't re exactly finish one, one and then move on to the next. So you're working on them at the same time. There is so much testing um, that goes on to each one of those, right? So I we'll just take the refine where you're you know, you fine tune that VRS, right? Now I can also tell you any bow that we 
end up putting an EKO cam on, um, it's a very complicated cam and we try to make sure that's simple then for you to adjust, right? So we work out the complications in the cam design. So then that way, when you're adjusting that cam, um, it works perfectly for you, right? And anytime you're putting that cam on a 33 inch axle axle bow, and then you move it to a 30 inch axle axle bow, it changes that cam. They're not the same cam anymore. So you're adjusting those to make it perfect. Obviously, what we're trying to do is make sure that however we adjust that, it works then best for the end user. So it really kind of goes in waves. And it, it does feel like at times you get big milestones on certain bows where you get the riser just right. I'll say like on the, like on, I, actually this year, the funnest things probably to work on was the DHC cam was very fun to work on. To get that to get 80% let off was was very exciting especially when you're talking 30 and 31 inch type draw lengths i mean so 25 to 31 that's a that's a huge range so we were very excited when we were able to get that and then the vrs system on the refine is i like the vrs systems they're pretty fun to work with and to be able to move in all the placement and you know remachining and machining and machining risers isn't exactly the funnest thing to do but when you can shoot them and you can do put different instruments on them and then actually you know see the difference on a computer screen it, it's it's gratifying yeah that's cool now uh real quickly do you like you know when you're at work do you guys have access to i don't know let's say a carnage is there an old carnage there somewhere <laughs> no carnage uh yeah we do that carnages are excellent. still around. I could probably resell it for, for quite a bit. <laughs> that was just no, a random one say, you brought up. What I'd like to do is get you on the show and show us some of the old models you guys have uh, laying around. I'd love to go back and see some of them. Um, how far back do you think you guys can go? Oh, we can go. I'm trying to think. Now you got me thinking about what I just happened to have here. I have agendas up here. Um, motives. I think we could go and then back in between the factory and stuff. We could go pretty, pretty far back. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely, I kind of feel like I just need to come down for it and like film something like that. It just would be so cool to see some of the history and talk about show. Like I always find it interesting to see like a bow from, let's just say, I'm just throwing a year. You guys go way back. But let's just throw a year like. 2000 like to see the bow from 2000 to 2010 to 2020 like just to see that just 10 year Evolution. changes yeah. you know decades you know and how how the engineering has changed and excited people and you know everything just changes and, and also the efficiency of the cams like how far have they really come you know yeah <laughs> Can you imagine we the original <laughs> They have came a long ways just on that single cam alone. Of course, the dual cams have came a lot further. Um, but we were looking at a single cam the other day and the the cam, the idler wheel is is very small, smaller than we would probably ever produce today, not knowing what we know now and how how much that affects the shot. Yeah, but then that's always... just one example. I always wonder that. I was like, it'd be cool. Cause like a lot of times you guys will bring back like classic names, right? 
but i was like i wonder if you know like no one ever does this no, it doesn't matter if it's hunting or car industry or anybody no one really ever builds like a classic right like brings back a bow or brings back a car and i get it it's mainly because it's probably so inefficient it wouldn't even make sense you couldn't sell any but i just feel like for nostalgia people would buy it like just oh i want this 1962 bear archery blah <laughs> you know what i mean like and i can find them i got i got my i got my book right here and if I need to look up one, I can just do it real quick here. I would see, say yeah. if we ever get the closest, it's on the traditional side where yeah, we build some of those. Yeah, that makes sense. Where it's so tough, which of course it's wood and it's still wood today. The wood just costs a lot more and the epoxy and all the <laughs> other fun things like that. Where it's crazy is like when we did come out with the whitetail, right? Of course, there's so many stories and people that like to talk about the whitetail hunter they bought, um, you know, in the, in the, in the 80s, right? Which was like, I can't even, I hate to get the specs wrong, but you know, it was like 38 inch axle to axle. And, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I, and I might, I might even be short on that, but bows like that now if you if i was if we were to make one of those bows i can assure you it'd be very expensive <laughs> yeah I and that's what you the, get on fred bear camo there yeah I just noticed it when i was looking at that and put it away i was like oh fred bear camo. and i don't know I did i right share here. the story of how we re how we came back out with the fred bear camo and maybe no didn't no, so i've heard that so. So a couple of years ago, obviously we've had that camo now for two years. So we um, we wanted it to be as close to the original as you can. But of course, like today, you know, we have stuff on all kinds of different engineering drives and you can scan. The technology we have today is just crazy versus the technology they had back then. So they didn't keep like pantones of each color and how they, you know, how they they put on top of each other and how they would blend like we would today. Um, so so there was no documentation of that when Fred originally came out with that pattern. So we got very lucky and we have a great factory in Gainesville and they were actually able to find um, me a piece of fabric that has never seen the light of day that we know of that moved <laughs> from the wow. Michigan factory to Gainesville. And it was never wow. complete, was not on a garment or anything like that. And of course, we were able to put a technology spin on it, right? So we were able to take this un untouched piece of fabric um, that they didn't love sending to me, but sent it to me so then I could um, <laughs> partner with some people to then scan it and get the exact colors that Fred had used in that. I can so, just imagine you with your white gloves, you know, <laughs> pulling the fabric out your non-uv your uv protection so you don't let it fade or anything like that that'd be pretty cool <laughs> and we really were a little bit you know so we were able to match his pantones best we could with that scan which was great and then uh the blotches are really all the same except one there was one blotch in there um that looked like a buffalo and i wish i could say this was my idea but it was not it um, it was Neil that runs our factory in Gainesville came up with what if you made that look like a bear and I was like that is a great idea oh, and from there cool. on out there is a bear looking blotch in that camo um, which I love and it's just our little tweak that we Your made little Easter egg original design all right Ryan anything else you want to cover today on the show nope I think that does it 
Awesome. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of your bear archery coverage. You guys, 2022, it's going to be a great year. So much coming out so much more to see. Um, so stay tuned and, uh, make sure you check out beararchery.com for whatever else you are missing out on Ray as we speak. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for watching the podcast. This has been a presentation of bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.